Hello and welcome to episode 149 of the Neuroproco podcast. This is mostly a Thor Ragnarok review. A lot of review stuff, review episodes uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. And then there is most likely going to be a whole bunch of guests that are going to be in the month of December. There might be a week that we are off probably in the beginning of December. Uh, not a lot of plugs. I mean, it's good to get back to, you know, reviews and like group podcasts uh, after the silliness that was uh, me solo in the last episode. So, yeah, uh, all the updates and all of the giveaways, uh, we uh, have been holding off on it, but uh, at NerdProCo on Twitter, basically, for all of that, uh, at Elia Lucero on Twitter as well, follow him, he is uh, one of the people in this podcast, he's going to be, he's like a regular co-host, so follow him on Twitter, uh, we're going to be live tweeting The Flash on Tuesday going to be live tweeting gifted tomorrow monday most likely that's going to happen and then you know uh, legends of tomorrow all the nerdy shows basically almost all the nerdy shows we're, we're live tweeting so check us out at nerdproco.com uh sorry at nerdproco on twitter nerdproco.com for the podcast download the podcast and uh if you have itunes please click subscribe tell your friends any way you can share it any way you can uh if you dig it and if you want to leave a comment with us ask us a question if you disagreed with something we said at nerd quo on twitter uh there are there are all the regular plugs but honestly i'm a little bit too exhausted to do it so let's get right into this episode uh, a little bit of a Blade Runner 2049. Probably going to be another review, another like commentary on that coming up uh, in the next couple of months, honestly. Uh, but yeah, this is mostly uh, Thor Ragnarok. Next week is going to be our big Stranger Things episode. A whole bunch of people on that podcast, actually. And then, you know, JLA coming, Punisher coming. Like, all that stuff is, is, is slated for the next couple of weeks. So a lot of review stuff going up in the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, episode number 149 of the NeuroProCo podcast. Yep. Okay, we're 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 we're, we're starting. It's a Monday. I know, I know. Oh. Thank you all for coming. Uh all also all of you on the internet who I doubt listened to the last episode uh because reasons. Hold on, am I, am I, there we go, there I am. Hi everybody, this is Elia Lucero, a.k.a. the Thriller in Manila Envelopes, a.k.a. the Lexicon Decepticon, and uh, I'd like to welcome all of my friends to Jamie's uh, podcast. I am Evansonor. Um I'm a bastard. Bastardo! And uh, what else? You've got quite a few names. Should I get some names too? I don't know. You're a reckless I, bastard. I, I don't know. I feel like I got to work on my entrance. I need, are you I, Khaleesi? <laughs> are you the father of dragons? Yeah. <laughs> what other titles do you You guys have? obviously don't listen to <laughs> enough podcasts because you would know everybody has AKAs everywhere. Yeah, yeah I got to work on my AKA. Uh, but yeah, it's Monday. We're here. We made it through Monday. This is a special podcast. And, uh, and Rich is drinking coffee. Cause I wish I had coffee. Do you want coffee? Yeah. Ain't nobody offered me I coffee. Made, I made more coffee. Do you want more coffee? Sure. Nah, man. I'm trying to sleep tonight. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm not... I'm not I made I coffee literally... Tonight, like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Can you, you feel the love tonight? Yeah, there's more coffee in there. Did you just get? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, so you know we started the podcast, but here we are. If you get a coffee. chance, try Jamie's coffee. It's pretty fantastic. Yo, he he uh, he grows the beans himself. Yeah, he roasts really. it. Uh, he rides in the do- on the donkey in like the mountain. Yeah. He rides the donkey. He rides an ass. In the mountains of Colombia. Yeah. He hauls the coffee and roasts them here. He goes to Colombia on his ass, and he rides that ass all the way back. What? Well, Maybe nobody can hear you, so it's fine. Your opinions don't matter at this point. <laughs> uh, Jamie, Jamie's like, I lost complete control of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, today we're going to talk about a, a little independent movie directed by Taika Waititi called Thor Ragnarok. It's not an indie, but this is his first big budget movie, and... Uh, I was just, you know, um, they're, they're, they're directors who, if you give too much money to, end up ruining a movie. Um, M. Night Shyamalan is doing well right now, and I think, it, I think the <laughs> Fuck reason... Fuck you, don't mention his name. Wait a minute. I'm talking Fuck about like you. Split. Seriously. Split was dope. Uh, no, really. Split really? was dope. Anyway, listen. He's, he's doing... Making, he's he's getting a sequel to that. Yeah, he got a sequel. What? Yeah, uh, no, and they're making a Mr. Glass movie off that because it's in the same universe. But like, what I'm saying is, not only that, the one where, uh, like, I didn't, see, I didn't watch it yet, but the one where uh, the kids are left with the grandparents, and it's kind of like a scary movie that happens. Forget the name of that one, but that one got great reviews. Uh, the one in the I elevator devil wasn't as terrible as the rest. Devil, of the I didn't hate that. I didn't hate uh, exactly. I thought it was okay. So, I didn't hate it. But here's I the point. Hate, but it was. But the the point being that. He was going too crazy with his ideas with big budgets. And when he got reined in by Blumhouse, you know, when he started working with Blumhouse Productions, you know, who they never, like, they, they hardly ever greenlight a movie more than, like, five to ten million. So they're, they're, they, they make a lot of movies and they churn them out. They did Split. They did uh, um, uh, Get Out. You know. Oh, um, they did the Get Out? They did Get Out. They, they're the ones that bought... Um, that bought paranormal, the first paranormal activities, and you're talking about that movie cost something like thirty grand to shoot, and it's made over two hundred million worldwide. Uh, so, so I think I I was afraid that Taika Waititi, who's had so much great success and in independent small movies, I was somewhat afraid that he would get, go crazy with the big budget. But God damn, it, I the man is a miracle. I was not a I. I was unfamiliar with his work. I, I was hoping oh. for a James Gunn, honestly, is what I was hoping. I was hoping a James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy thing. But that's, that's kind of exactly... We got a Thor Guardians of the Galaxy movies. No, you got I a would, I would them to White Kiki batshit crazy movie that happens yeah. to feature superheroes. Yeah. I just saw... Yeah. What we do in the shadows. That movie's brilliant. My fucking god! Now I know this is a weird Shame. tangent, but Shame. I Shame. I made it up for it, <laughs> and I have to say, my fucking goodness! What a great movie! Yeah. It was, and Hunt, what we do in the shadows. Rich, Rich is asking what do you have from Amazon across the room, guys. Oh, so it's a vampire. It's a vampire documentary. It's a yeah. it's a it's a mockumentary about, about a film crew trying to discover the the secret lives of vampires 
in America nowadays, and it's uh, just uh, well, hilarious. Well, and by America, he means New Zealand. New Zealand. In, yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. And it's just fucking hilarious. You know, you know, they're making uh, he, after Thor because he he got like brought up by Thor that they're making a sequel to that. I would hope so. Swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's about that pack about that we only saw. The oh my goodness. The, the oh. That's in that movie. Yeah. yeah. And I because I, watching that movie, I now understand his humor. Yeah. yeah, and I I think in hindsight I was pretty meh about Thor initially because I'm expecting like a somewhat not super serious but somewhat more somber ish. Yeah, but the superhero first two, film. the first two that's I know, what that's what brought it down. I know, I know, but a little it was a little over the top originally, and then I see where he's coming from with uh, what we do in the shadows, and I've come to appreciate the humor a lot. More. Okay. I've well, come to you, appreciate a lot. Have more. you watched uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People? No, I have not. You should check that out too. I think it's on it's streaming somewhere. Uh it's it's the last movie he made. And check this out. So this is what I heard what I uh heard or read somewhere is that Kate Blanchett saw oh, it um, is. she saw what we do in the shadows and she saw a hunt for the wilder people and she approached uh Taika Waititi and was like, Hey, uh I really want to work with you. You know, um, can I be in one of your upcoming projects? And he was like, yeah, you want to be in Thor? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good choice because, oh my God, oh. Thor is the goddess of death. Sploosh. At 48, she looking hotter than she's ever Sploosh. looked before. She, Jesus oh Christ. Gosh. Yeah. She, I mean, I've loved, I loved, I've loved her for like decades now. Like, I've always loved I her. I loved her I mean, with elf ears. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what does she have elf ears? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, no, she was great uh, in that. But she's always played more like regal characters. Like I've never seen her. Like this is definitely a departure. Wait, wait, wait. Have you seen? Uh, oh god, what? Is, god, it's one of my favorite movies, and I can never remember what it's called. Coffee and cigarettes? No, the uh, it starts with an H. Oh my god, the people who know what this movie Hellboy? is are gonna no. <laughs> it's the movie about the the little like child assassin. Oh uh, god, it's gonna it's gonna. Sarche oh, Ronan Helen, is in it. Hannah. Hannah. She's amazing. She plays the villain. I haven't yeah. seen that. No, that, it was um, dope. Yeah, she's great in But it. she still had like that regality. Like she was still like in heels. Like, you know, like she's chasing this girl with a gun and heels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That movie was actually good. It got shitty reviews. I really enjoyed it. I, I think that movie's great. I don't, know, I don't know who reviewed that badly, but that, that movie's great. Uh, you know, it was a little too long. All right. But looking at this film, how do you guys feel overall because this is my my lead into my follow-up questions how do you feel that it compares to the first two overall sadly it kills him it kills it because the first two was shitty i'm sorry i mean the first two films were really bad and like both times like i don't dislike those movies but they're definitely the movies if like my throwaway marvel my my throwaway mcu movies they they're definitely like yeah. Yeah. Because like when I, I remember when I watched them in the theater, I enjoyed them, and then I walked out of the theater, and like you know, like within the next few hours, I'm like, was it good? And like it's just a question you have to ask ask yourself sometimes. And I get that they were going with a different direction and everything, uh, and and from and I mean from the the first two movies from other MCU movies, but at the same time, I just felt like, eh, eh, like stop it, like this romance is boring. Yeah. Like, yeah, having a romantic B plot just didn't work. But I also this movie proves prove that Thor is a lot like Captain America. Captain America and Thor by themselves 
aren't that interesting, really. Yeah. They're not that fun. They need something else, someone mm. else to like. Taika did a good job with Thor. If you yeah. didn't have Bruce Banner, it still would be great. It would be, well, that, or the Hulk. You if you so did many, not have so other, Loki, like, it still would be a good movie. I don't, I'm not sure because I'm not sure because Taika's all about. I mean, besides um, the Hunt for the Wilder People, he's all about ensembles. Yeah, but I think and you couldn't not opening have Loki sequence. In it. You couldn't not. Yeah, have I know, Loki but the thing is, opening sequence set the tone, and it was just him, and that was dope. Him yeah, against Surtur. Yeah. It was by himself. I did, I was I was not uh, prepared for the humor, but it worked. But unlike wait, 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 I'm Captain back America, wait, 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 wait. it was bad. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm coming back around. Okay. Okay. I see you now. Finish that. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America was lame. He needed a supporting cast. You think the, so the uh, the first one you mean was the lame? first one was bad. I don't. I enjoyed Winter the first Soldier. One. I I fell the asleep was a, to the okay, first. Movie. The first one was a good movie, but it wasn't as great as the, the next. The first two. one has a yeah. it has a small but dedicated following. Yeah, like, there are folks who will defend. I the first I can't. One I put it right up when. there with Batman v Superman. I'm sorry. Batman v Superman was there oh. with Batman v Superman. All right. Cause, cause, wow, same thing with Thor one. Thor one, not good. The fight sequence, the big giant. Oh, I felt was very underwhelming as a film. Where it is. I, I still have kind of a soft spot as far as like an origin story of the thirst first Thor because they. I like the progression if you're skipping over the second one from like the first one to this one, where it's like in the first and the second Thor movies, they're still trying to have this balance between having him be kind of regal and like serious and this they for the most part just completely threw that out the window they were just like fuck it he's a goofy character let's just have it have him be a goofy character and this again like i think also the supporting there's just so many people in this that are just like i did not i didn't realize the cameos sam neil was in it i did not i did not see sam Sam neil was in hunt for the wilder people (laughs) He was or Thor. Matt Damon. He he, he, he played, was old Thor. No, he he played <laughs> Odin. Hey, actor actor Thor. He played Odin oh, yeah, in that set. Odin. Yeah, I didn't realize who that was. And then fucking Matt Damon. I was completely floored yeah, by that. Matt Damon Thor. played that Thor. Was... He played actor Thor, right? Yeah. Yes. Actor Loki. Actor Loki. Yes. Who played actor Thor? The other Hemsworth. Oh, it was a brother. Hemsworth brother. <laughs> it was no. Uh, it's another one. A younger <laughs> one. Third Something I don't know. It was another one. I was like, "What?" Is it the hunger? I guess so. I'm gonna go with this now. Continue your conversation. So so while while Jamie looks this up, because this is this is my lead in. Because what's the yeah? What's the other question? Well, clearly this movie is is, it it definitely uh, surpasses. Luke Hemsworth. Luke I've, Hemsworth. I haven't seen yeah, the, the ugly one. one. There's a Liam, there's a Chris, and there's a Luke. Yeah. That was news to me. I didn't know there was I a am your father, yeah. Luke. Uh, yeah, so clearly this movie is well pre- preferred over the first two. And it has, you know, Taika Waititi's uh, mark is, is all over it where, you know, you have some signature comedic moments. Uh, a lot of them, I was definitely laughing to no end and many parts of the movie but at the same time there's some some pretty major things that take place in the movie especially during the beginning 
uh, where you have you know his supporting cast, like his his legion of warriors who have followed and supported him for years and years and years, and they're killed off, like without yeah the without warriors much three fanfare. Um, yeah, they got quick without Sif. Sif was not involved. Was this yeah. your ready killed? No. No. All right, so she alive somewhere. So somewhere, and I don't know about you, but like those those scenes took place, and it was like I was like, all right, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was ready a letdown that they didn't put up as much of a fight, but, but the they idea were going is that Hella. so uh-huh. did yeah they're did going they, against Hella. There, there was no fight to be put. Did uh. my question is did the comedic aspects of this film surpass what would 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 have been dr- pretty dramatic parts of that movie? Okay, that that was actually a question. I was, it's, I, I'm really glad you asked that because that was actually a thing that I was thinking about when we were going to discuss this. Was the parts that would have been serious? Do you, I love the comedic elements, yeah. but there has been a criticism of, of of all of the recent Marvel films that the kind of snarkiness, jokiness has gone too far. And I feel like to all of those people who feel that way, this movie might have really pissed them off. <laughs> but I don't see that. I mean, Guardians is the funny franchise. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. Spider-Man, the, by nature, he's a quippy character. He has to be funny. Well, Spider-Man, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but what other movies, though? Ant-Man. Yeah, what other... Is, here, the difference Ant-Man. is... Yeah. yeah, Ant-Man. But look at all But that's films. a cast, though. You have to, with a, a, with a Paul Rudd, you have to include the humor in that. I mean, they leaned in heavy... Well, no, no, no. Quippy. they're super I would, quippy. In yeah, some moments, there's but even yeah, Ultron is super quippy in the second. Yeah, but it's one. here and there. It's not like throughout the entire movie. There, be, I don't agree with this necessarily, but it has been arguing that there is an undercurrent that ever since Joss Whedon did Avengers, all of the subsequent Marvel movies have had a sort of Joss E. So you sort think, of feel so to you, all of the dialogue. I don't know whether I necessarily I, I agree with that. I definitely disagree I'm with not, that. I'm not advocating that it be dark and brooding like, you know, like uh, Justice League. Yeah. But... Oh, you, we the, haven't the, seen it yet. But... <laughs> or any... Or like, what, I'm, I know, what uh, I'm getting at Batman is Batman versus oh, Superman, The DC yeah. universe, as it were. But what I am saying is that the difference between this one and Ant-Man and some of the previous films is that I felt at parts where the humor, I mean, I appreciated the humor. It was hilarious. A lot of parts were really well done. But I thought that in some parts it kind of, it, uh, it kind of just kicked to the side a lot of characters that would have been dealt with in a more dramatic fashion. But a little bit more. I see your point. Dramatic, like, but like, no like, one gives a shit though? about the worst, suit, to be honest. Yeah, no one gives a shit. That, that's honestly the sad part. Yeah, dude. I, like I, 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 I see what you're saying. Those toys I, didn't fly off the shelves. I, I definitely, I definitely had this kind of feeling when I was watching it. It was just like, oh, are we losing? Like, but also to a certain extent, like, there's been so many of the. I forget who it was who said we might have had this conversation after the movie, where it was just like, oh, aside from like side characters dying. We know Thor is going to be in Infinity War. We know Hulk is going to be in an Infinity War. So it's just almost like... Marvel's trimming its own fat. Is it, but does like the humor and all of that kind of blunt and take away what any emotional stake you might have 
in the movie. Like it did. In this one, there was no no one had any emotional stake. Yeah. That's the whole I think they got rid of that. I however, we'll see if this Perva- uh, the pervasiveness of humor will carry over to Black Panther. Now, if Black Panther I don't is think, a no, fun that's be fest, a serious movie. because I don't, I can't expect that because he's a no. fucking king. He has to be serious. I think he's probably more serious than fucking Captain America than other yeah. characters. Yeah. So if it stops with Black Panther, then oh, I get it. They're trying to be funny with certain characters and yeah. not pervasive throughout the entire film franchise. The best thing they could do is make every movie its own movie or every yeah. so like the way they're treating it I think is that they have you know they, there was an Iron Man franchise which has ended. They said there would no there'll be no more standalone Iron Man movies right? Uh so Iron Man movies had their own feel. Then when you think of Avengers, Avenger movies themselves had a separate feel than the Iron Man movies. If you ask me, the Iron Man movies are way more dramatic, especially two and three. Yeah. Not as much one, right? And the comedy that you get from Iron Man movies are uh, the one usual, I'm at a party with my suit on, or something yeah. equ- an equivalent to that, or just the comedy that you get from them is just Tony being... A, a snarky Stark, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, it's it, so it's not that all around like super super comedy. A comedian made this a, a, a comedy writer. I would say a comedian, not a stand up, but a but a comedian made Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. He made it. Uh, he he did. He did the voice for one character. Korg. Yeah, whose dry humor oh, was amazing. Oh, God, Korg. <laughs> what was it that he said? It was just like, we have a ship. I can't remember what the exact... I was trying oh, to remember we have what a ship. The- Go away, ghost. <laughs> and he gets his holographic image. Like, oh, a I ship. You want to get on? Him. <laughs> it's just like, I, uh, I, I stepped on him back in the battle, and I felt bad. I've just been carrying him. Oh, he's alive, guys. He's alive. It's just Good. wonderful. Which, by the way, I just I love him. Just, I loved oh him. Oh my god! He in, do I loved him in what we do in the shadows. I love him great. as the voice of what's his name on Voltron. I loved his. Uh, yeah. Someone else? No, someone else is the voice. It is of yeah. It's I thought it was Reese. Reese. No, Korg is the director. Yes, yeah, Taika Waititi. Oh, Korg is, is the director. Taika? I yeah. thought it was Reese. No, oh, no, no, because, no, no. Okay, because they're both New Zealanders and they yeah. both sound okay. I thought because I was I all was, New Zealanders sound alike. I was. I want to go into get the because I was right literally now. looking for Flight of Concord, Flight of the Concord's people in it, because especially Jermaine. I was like, Jermaine's got to be playing someone. I don't know who Jermaine is playing, but Jermaine is in there somewhere. We have to find Jermaine. And wait a minute, is Taika the first non-white director of a Marvel movie? I know Ryan Coogler is coming up, but. I, yeah, think yeah, I think he yes. is. Yes. The second yes, one would be the guy who's doing Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. 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 So he's the first, also the first non-white man director. Yeah. So he brings this whole sensibility. He brings the sensibility of you know like he ha- he has a Jewish parent and a, and a Maori parent. He identifies as Maori or as you know I, I don't know specifically. He's very well dressed. Um, he 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 has this picture in this uh, pineapple uh, pineapple embossed uh, onesie that that's awesome. Um, the Asian Warriors three was the last to die, which was something I recognized. <laughs> yeah. The last to die, not the first, the, the last. last one. Yeah, so it's like you know he he's an immigrant. He you know he lives not here now, but he's from Wellington, New Zealand. Like life is very different over there. You know he's Jermaine Clement's writing partner for years. Like him and Jermaine are actually closer than Jermaine and Brett are from. From Flight, Flight of the, the Conchords, yeah. yeah. He directed two episodes of Flight of the Conchords, you know what I mean? Like, 
Like, I was looking. I was looking for Brett too. I don't think Brett was in it, but but I was kind of was like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if Brett is in this movie or even Jermaine. I yeah, that's what I was I, as a character. I would have. I would. Yeah, he does. He was in Men in Black Three. What you talking about? I would have recognized his voice though. That's what I'm. That's why. I, I, that's why I thought that guy was Reese because I was like, okay, that sounds like Reese. But I think recently, I think also no wait, Jermaine Clemens recently was in a Marvel or or a superhero movie as a side character. So they no, he was in, he was in Legion. Oh yeah, he was in Legion. There you go. Okay, the the oh he was wonderful in Legion. I think it was somebody else actually. I'm I looked that up when I stopped talking. But um <laughs> Which will never be <laughs> No, but they got somebody with a completely different perspective. Yeah. And oh. I and, and he nailed it. And the underlying refugee story that was that was low key like like just uh, pressed into people's minds without like rubbing it in their face. Yeah, yeah but that already existed in the comic books. Well, yeah, but a lot and of this shit existed in the comic but books. But it, it was prescient. I mean, it was it was no, not prescient, but it was uh, it was relatable to you know current events. So, um, do you guys do you guys think that do you get well? Also, Ragnarok has refugees, yeah. But do you guys think that Hulk needs a solo movie? No, it's not gonna. No, I don't think so I don't anymore. Think so he's a great supporting character. He's an excellent supporting character. Yeah. And as for as for that buddy dynamic, I think this movie succeeded far far and above with that. I wouldn't with mind a solar film, but I don't like. I, I like. Who's the, the actor who plays the, uh, Hulk again? Um, I don't oh know. I like the other Hulk. Um, who Ed Norton? Ed Norton. Oh, I like no. the Ed Norton Hulk. Uh, I, I liked the Ed Norton. I didn't, I didn't think that movie was that good. No, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed when it. When the best part of your movie is the Robert Downey Jr. cameo. At the very end. At yeah. the very end. It's no, no. I don't think it was. The a, fight I, scene with, abo- with Abomination was, was pretty great. awesome. It was okay. And the one at the university. Harlem, but it was fun. But I mean, the overall as a movie, it just, I, I, I just don't think it really holds I, up. I, I love think it. It's, it's, I still rewatch it. I love that movie. Yeah, I see that to me, that's like at the bottom of the list, even below Captain America. Oh, fuck you, no. The action segment segments are superior the to Captain America. I, I, they were I, then. I, I like the action huh? segments. We're back then. Yeah, in the Not beginning. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But. How do you guys feel about uh, just jumping back on Thor about the whole scene in Norway with uh, that was with the Odin's fo- mysterious demise? What do you make of that? I didn't care. I did not care. Exactly that. The death was diminished. I didn't really care about that. There was no weight behind his exactly. death. Exactly. That 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 brings us back to that whole conversation about the dr- dr- dramatic elements. Why? Why do you think we didn't really care as much as we first probably should have? I don't think he actually yeah. died. First uh, of all, honestly, honestly, to be fair, I think one of the re- I mean, it did. It doesn't help the impact that so much of the other, you know, the rest of the film is humorous. But that's also the fault of the first two movies. That by the time you get to this film, yeah, because the first two movies weren't that great, you're. The all the even even Odin like you know Anthony Hopkins you're not that invested in his and he's a great actor and yeah exactly yeah but well, he like super great actors playing all of those things like it's just although his mother her death in Dark World yeah that, that was upset me more uh, that was impactful but I mean, that yeah. was the only character I don't ever want to see Rene Russo die. Uh, that that was Fair, the only character yeah. I felt bad about. Yo, she was pregnant and lethal weapon kicking ass, dog. <laughs> so just to go, I mean, 
also just the casting in this movie in general. Uh, Kate Blanchett, just amazing. Uh, Tessa Thompson's fat. Oh, mm, God. Damn. I love I Tessa Thompson. Okay. This might be an unpopular opinion. I didn't like her Valkyrie outfit. I liked her outfit that she had on. Yeah, I agree. The first I one, agree. yeah. But when she put on that bubbly white outfit. Yeah, it, it looked like, weird. It's not very Valkyrie. Like, I just don't care about that one. Put the other one back on. Jeff Goldblum. Being just, <laughs> just at peak Goldblumness. That's what I was going to say. I was like, there, there are certain actors that at a certain point, uh, <laughs> they're just, they're just yeah, you don't playing need like range. an exaggeration. Yeah. Jeff, like, I, I was making a joke. There were these two comedians, like, years ago who did, like, a conversation between Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Walken, but there were no words. It was just them making noises at each other. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, it was – but I feel like they're both now at the status, both Christopher Walken and Jeff Goldblum, where it's just, like – just if you're gonna cast, because essentially it's 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 like any it's like the same as when Christopher, you put Christopher Walken as a villain in a movie, which by the way I would love to see Christopher Walken as a villain in a movie. I don't know who he would fuck he would play because now you've the two characters honestly hilariously that Christopher Walken could have played uh, were now have been played by Jeff Goldblum and uh, oh my god. I'm, I'm Benicio happy. Del Toro? Yeah, Benicio Del Toro. Oh. Those are the collector and the grandma. Oh, yes. Yes. That you could, totally could yes. have seen Christopher Walken in yeah. that. Yeah. But, but it's just like, it's, it's just, oh, you, you, need, you need the guy who could play a weirdo. <laughs> and, okay. in, and in this movie, it was Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, I wanted I to go back to the, real quick, to the um, comparing Thor 1 to other things. The real movie that we can compare Thor 1 to would be Wonder Woman. And I and I'll say I'm and I don't mean compare it to I mean compare and contrast. Obviously, I'm not saying that right. they're. But what they have in common is the two got out of uh, water. Yeah. Got out of water uh, uh, aspects and the oh wow what's this oh what's this you know like Thor gets the, hit by the, the van and or and whatever the one, and the one time that it, so far that DC has actually done that better than that did a good job yeah, yeah. Or, or just made a good movie. Um, but that's true. That's true. Oh my god. Well, DCU, you have DC to forget. EU, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't even want to think of of Justice League. I'm just. Uh, as a, I'm gonna pay. For I it. am hopeful. I am hopeful. Are I am hopeful. Yeah, we're we're all. Gonna, <laughs> I like. I like. We're all gonna pay for it. So many ways. <laughs> With more than our our money, our eighteen no, dollars in change. I think. Joss Whedon. I'm gonna movie past the shit out of. Will that. salvage <laughs> this film. He's oh. gonna make it a lot better than it would uh, was originally. But a, I, think I agree. He could but B it. was already shot. It. He was already yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. so you guys know, I didn't have that much. Like he, <laughs> he was already taking a step back, yo, yo. When you got Superman doing interviews and press junkets talking about like, yeah, I. You know, the, what they've been trying hasn't been working so well. Maybe they should well, try something else. They, when you got the Man of Steel talking shit about your own shit. Like you know that. Come well, on. they cut out a lot. It's yeah. so apparently this uh, Justice League is going to be roughly two hours, Good. not more. Uh, and it was supposed to be eight and, and a half. It was supposed <laughs> to be like two and a half hours because they're shoving so many other introductory characters. Yeah, and so, but going back to Thor. Uh, all right, so we talked about Odin. Jumping ahead. By, by the way, 
Cyborg does have a secret identity, and it's Vic Stone, okay? He does have a real name. He's it's like the only character who are just like, we're just going to ignore the fact that he has he's a person. They didn't even introduce him. They were like Barry Allen, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> Diana, what's her face? The character himself. He exists in the flash drive. The character himself is not compelling in the comics. All he That's is true. is a football player who got hit by... Who, Cyborg? Uh, who, who, yeah, Cyborg. Well, he's I, a football player. Love he's a college football player. That's it. He has no really good origin. TV show cartoon is like the only time that Cyborg has ever been Fleshed out. I've seen a lot of people say also, why'd you put him in the Justice League? He should have been a Teen Titan. And I'll answer that for you. Diversity. They needed no, a you could have had like Black Lightning or other characters. Uh, to be fair, there aren't that many minority characters <laughs> in DC. And I just, I just, your hand motion started like, going, like there were a number uh, of them, and then you just stopped and went, oh, yeah, damn it. Yeah. Never Hal mind. Jordan? They, Not Hal no, Jordan. No, uh, John Stewart, John Stewart yeah. but you, you can't introduce him yet. Why? You, you have to introduce the Green Lantern uh, world. We're not doing that with uh, Aquaman. Or Cyborg? Or Flash? It's a little too much. Green Lantern is, is its own can of worms that you have to flesh out. You can't just like throw Jon Stewart I out agree like with that. you, but I don't think they've been making good good decisions. It's got, so. it's, it's got to start somewhere. All right? It started with Wonder Woman. do exist in the DC Extended Universe because... Because they made reference to it in the preview. Can we start talking about Thor again? Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're we Rich was saying something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got yeah, yeah, So sorry, skipping, so skipping ahead to what do you for? Okay, so the two endings, the first ending. So Thor somehow loses an eye. I missed that part. Wait, 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 what did did you like? Wait, two endings. Oh, Hella, Hella ca- ca- catches him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the sh- what do you guys make of the ship at the end of the movie? My first instant reaction was Thanos. I thought it was Thanos, and I was like, they didn't actually show it. It could also be the gold people. Eve. Remember the gold follow. people from Guardians 2? No, yeah, but what about the ship? That's the well, big ass show, ship that came up the at ship, the end. They show the ship approaching, and then they cut. They cut to black. Oh, I missed that. I went to the back. Po- I had a potty oh, break. Oh, that's right. You got up like, right I mean, away. Yeah, I had oh. to go. Oh, so there was this big-ass ship. Like, their ship was already a big-ass ship, yeah. and there was an even bigger-ass yeah. It has to be ship. Thanos. It, it has, has to be to Thanos. Be. The other thing that I thought it could be was the gold people. No, that's, th- that's a directly Guardians issue. Those gold people are a threat to the Guardians of the Galaxy. What happens is probably Thanos... And Adam Warlock defeats Thanos. We're jumping the gun there. The thing is, you're going to have to get Thor involved with the Guardians somehow. So I'm assuming that he gets introduced to the Guardians by having Thanos beat the shit out of Thor. No, actually, that's, that's kind of what I think. I is think going. what's gonna—he's gonna try to save his people, and in in, the, in an effort to distract Thanos, sacrifices himself and gets rescued you, by there the was Guardians. A, there there was you, an Infinity Gauntlet. I'm sorry. Do you think? Because I think where this is going, uh, clearly this is leading up to directly into Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. everything is. Do every you, single thing. Do you think that Thor dies? No. No. They can't kill Thor. They could they probably introduce Thor. another uh, Thor. They're the end of their contracts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everybody is. But, and, and phase, they already said that phase four isn't going to have these guys at the forefront anymore. 
Like they're all, they're all gonna take step back. You could always have introduced another Thor, a Beta Ray Bill, or Jane, uh, a female Thor, something like that. Look, the, Kevin Feige said that that I, is I, a probable I, thing. In, in I've I have said this a couple of times, uh, with the with the exception of Luke, who does not look like his brother. If you bulk up Liam, Liam could just play replace Chris as Thor. Honestly. I mean, we already re- replaced Banner once. I don't mind if we re- keep replacing people. But I think they're going to try to uh, put up other heroes on a pedestal. You have uh, Ms. Captain Marvel. She's going to have to be she's another gonna, major player. So you have to put for, Captain America out of the way. Black Panther has well, to be you, another you know, one. You know Captain Marvel doesn't take place. Takes place in the 80s. Takes place in the 80s. Oh, it's a period it's a period movie. No, but yeah. the thing is, in terms of for the next phase, who's going to be leading the Avengers, oh, you're yeah, going to yeah. need Captain Marvel to step up in well, place of go, Captain America. I think they're going to go with another with another crew name, too. I don't think it's going to be Avengers. I think they yeah, might go into the Ultimates. It have to be the Avengers. But, um, Unless they do Ultimates or some crap they're, Yeah, They're not going to have Mike Coulter lead the Avengers. They're not going to no. go the comic book no. route. Yeah. Which, I have... I have okay, they're... Uh, America. So I haven't like read Chavez like the them. Thor recent comics. Is his when he doesn't have? Well, no, I know in the comics when he does. I mean, I, I understand MCU different rules than the comic book universe, but it's just like when he doesn't have the hammer, he doesn't Majorna? have the powers. Yeah, he like, still has a lot of powers. He just yeah, his hammer gets destroyed. Yeah. No, no. Well, his hammer gets destroyed in the movie, and in the comic book right now, Jane Foster is Thor, and she has the hammer. So there are two Thors. There's male Thor and there's woman Thor. Uh, and who's he the Thor? Has, he still has sort he of ha- like he has guardian sort of ish. He still ha- he's still the god of lightning. He still okay, can control okay. lightning. And unworthy Thor is all about like the especially the first arc in unworthy Thor. It's all about him trying to find another Majorner, but instead of just realizing that the power lies in him. But the thing is, you could always redo it, reset everything because Ragnarok is a matter of cycling things so he could create his thor again once the new gods come back into the four because that's it's after ragnarok the gods are reborn thor's whole like it was like he has no supporting characters now yeah he has no home to go back to like they just completely destroyed you know destroyed asgard which i was just like looking up on google it was like oh does destroying asgard have any repercussions for later marvel films like no no no, no it doesn't I mean, unless unless at some future thing you have to deal with the dude who just destroyed yeah. Asgard, which I don't. I think you're just gonna pretend that like, oh yeah, he does. He, yeah, blah. All right. So one thing I wanted to ask about. All right. So the Asgard thing doesn't matter. There were. I heard that at the San Diego Comic Con, the the teaser trailer that they had for Avengers: uh, uh, Infinite Wars did have Thor interacting. With the guardians, he yeah. slams into the ship. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you saw that? I yeah, I saw the that. bad. I I tried to hold out, and then I just saw one of the bad, like someone. Recording. So he's like floating in space, and he slams into well, the ship. No, 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 he's not. They're just flying, and yeah. he literally like hits their windshield. All right, so then, no so then, what we got to figure? intents and purposes. Yeah, so what we got to figure is that in that ship, in that interaction, him seeing that other ship, at some point, he's gonna get kicked out. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk is already in space, so that's dope. Uh, Banner can't shouldn't be able to survive half of the show he's surviving, but you know the Hulk can. Uh, all right, Hulk in the fight they make a point to show us him his leg getting cut, going into that water. Well, he's fighting the big wolf thing. Fenris. Yeah. Wait, he loses his 
He doesn't lose no, a leg. He gets, he gets a big gash in his leg, and they made a point to show it, to show the blood coming out. Now, everything that took place on that island, on Jeff Goldblum's island, were part of uh, a Planet Hulk, or the so Planet far. Hulk ethos. Do you think that him getting cut, even though the planet was, uh, the fake planet was destroyed thereafter? Do you think it will? It's an Easter egg, or do you no. think it, he just got cut? No, he just got cut. He just got cut. Although I did have a one thing where uh, uh, it's sort of in, sort of implied that uh, I know they're not going to do this because you brought up Planet Hulk, but it's sort of implied that the Hulk might have sort of had a relationship with uh, the Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, and it just makes me think that down the line, are we going to see the kid? Because I actually like, yeah, I don't think there is, but I actually like him as a character in the comic books because he's so like. Scar? Yeah. Oh, They're not yeah. going to do that. You're not going to do, do that. Although there was also the joke that this is the, f- this is the first uh, um movie where you see one of the characters asses and I was I was like oh it's when I read that I was like it's gonna be Chris Hemsworth it's not Chris Hemsworth it's, it's, Hulk. it's CG it's, it's CG, CG Hulk yeah. ass and I was just like <laughs> who played who played the Hulk was it's, it was it Lou Ferriga again n- well, I think he's still doing the voice, the voice maybe when he talks uh, although I'm not sure about that but I know it's Mark you know it's still Mark Ruffalo like it's doing all this feature yeah but he's still walking around and stuff. Like, is he doing the motion or is it? Because I think that's one of the CGIs where, where somebody's walking around dressed in green and then they, they put the thing on the body. So the, so the movement looks... Possibly like there's going to be a motion, motion capture actor doing all the movements. Um, but yeah, I but they believe, get credit. No, Lou Ferrigno was in the credits. So he oh, is definitely... Okay. He's definitely the voice. He started out doing the voice in the Edward Norton. Edward Norton, Hulk. yeah. Yeah. Which I actually, I also appreciate, like, just talking Hulk. There's just some, the fight, that fight between Thor and the Hulk. That was good. I will, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and, and say that that's better than, than any of the fights in the actual Hulk movie. I agree. Yeah. It's so much better than that. But also because just the Hulk looks, they've now basically, since Avengers, they've, effects-wise, I feel like they've kind of, yeah. they've refined it and they've nailed it. To yeah. the point, I also just since Avengers, I appreciate that. Unlike all of the other renditions of the Hulk, you know, except for Luke Ringo, because it's like you know you dressed him up, but all the other CG versions, they look like this the is actor? the Virgin version that, even when he's Hulk, he looks like a Hulkified version of Mulk Ruffalo. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't get that. Why didn't they make Hulk look like Ed Norton? But I guess it didn't because look they well. didn't. Um, they did, but they weren't. I feel like the, the effect was good in the Edward Norton yeah. movie. It was good for the time. Yeah, which, which, which the Ang Lee movie. Yeah. Which here, here's what I will tell you. There is, and I've said this before, because uh, it's in one of this book written by this guy I wrote for the Onion about where it's just like he. If you go back and you watch these movies and. Uh, the Angley Hulk, he says, is like a secret success. And you, uh, I kind of disagree, but the one point I do agree on is that there's a good movie in there. Because the performance is already excellent. It's, you, it's, it's an Oscar-worthy film in terms of... If it wasn't so bad, yeah. In yeah. terms of performances, you have 
It's just yeah. Ang Lee just draws everything out too long, and it might work for Brokeback Mountain. And there, actually, and then, definitely and didn't and, work and, for and, Hulk. And you could have done without the last like twenty minutes of that film. Where he fights his dad. Yo, every single movie that Ang Lee's made, you can cut 20, 20 to 40 minutes out of. Taking Woodstock is a movie that I love, and it's way too long. You don't need all those beautiful, pretty-ass scenes. I mean, it's just like fucking Blade Runner. Speed the shit up. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to be, like, beautiful. and, and like Blade every- Runner wasn't that bad. I, to be, Yo, I ain't saying movie. that it's bad. I'm just saying it put me the fuck to sleep. Like, well, you just need to sleep a little more. I, I think that's really what your problem is. I was at Alamo. I was down in iced tea. You know the bottomless iced teas? <laughs> I had four. I had four. <laughs> and I was still playing the headlock. So we were talking about before how we went to see that with Charlie, and Charlie fell asleep for like a half hour during a movie up. and woke up and knew exactly what it was, was going scene. on. Half hour later, it was I, the same scene. I took, a ba- I took a bathroom break toward the end. I figured, I, I took a bet. I'm like, nothing's going to happen for the next five minutes. So I just ran. I came back, and they were on the exact same. I literally didn't. It was the same anything. thing. The movie was just, it was slow and drawn on. That's it, all I got to say. It's, it. a, it's a, okay. It's a film. That's what I gather from it. It's a it's, film. It's a film that you need to really appreciate. And I feel like I, I really. Yeah, but you, ha- you, you need to watch the first movie because the first movie was significantly shorter and it got to the point. I will say. First movie was shit too. No, wanna, it was not. I wa- I it was say, not. I want to see this the most recent Blade Runner again because there are parts of the new Blade Runner that are just beautiful. Uh, I just think, I still think, although like I said, I'll have to watch it again, I still think it's just too long. It's just, and I hate saying that because part of me is has that part of my brain was like, does it just mean that we're not patient enough? And I'm just like, no, there's whole parts of that movie where it's just like, you cut it. Batman versus Superman too long I and where I was like rolling my eyes and I needed to escape that movie theater that movie was way too long this, too this movie I for, for some reason I had no problem with it I'm not saying it's the best movie but to s- tell its story I didn't think it was too long yo I wanna I, I honestly didn't I think wanna, so I wanna remaster Batman vs Superman I think I can, <laughs> I can I can I wanna re-edit it I think I can make it into a good movie well, the main difference between those two, even, they're the same length, but <clears throat> the performances in Blade Runner are far exceed. Streamlined. You know, and then the visuals. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very visually pleasing film. Uh, What's the I guy's like name? What's the guy's name in it? Uh, Ryan Gosling. How many lines do you think Ryan had total? I would say 12. A lot of, no, he had a <laughs> lot of lines. <laughs> he had more, but I understand what you're, I see what you're saying. It's so, like when he's in, it's the argument of like what drive? why he's so good in drive. Yeah. Is that he he, he, he just anything. has to like look <laughs> as I think it was Pete Holmes who said he's, he just has to look cool and look kind of dramatic and yeah and then like and I yeah. enjoy Drive and that shit was also it was also like slow and pretty but I, I also enjoy drive. Do you, do you know? Yeah. Do you know there are things that you I like some of them things that you hear and then you watch a film and you can't like unsee. Uh, wh- how that person has been described. So, uh, when Force Awakens, Force Awakens hap- like came out, uh, Dana Gould described Harrison Ford as like, yeah, and then he shows up and he looks like a shoe. And for some reason, like an old leather shoe. And, and it's so, as soon as he popped up in Blade Runner, I, I, 
in my in another shoot. <laughs> I, 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 I had you stop myself because as soon as he popped up on screen at Blade Runner, immediately I almost said out loud in the theater, "Look, it's an old shoe." Like I just, I just couldn't like unsee. It's like yeah, he just looks like you he's- get kicked out at the Alamo for that. <laughs> Yo, I, I gotta tell you, man, I, I, uh, like stop making Harrison run. There's no reason that man has to run anymore. Stop making him run. He don't need to run. He doesn't need to run. (laughs) If a director wants him to run, I want a CGI person running (laughs) with Harris's face on it. Because, like, stop making that poor man run. Did he? Did he? Did he? I can't remember He did enough as Indiana Jones for fuck's sake. Did he die in Blade Runner? Did he die in Blade Runner? Yeah, yeah, he died. No, he didn't. He didn't die. He reunited with his daughter. And Blade oh, Runner? Oh, yeah, because at the end. Yes. I was sleeping okay, during okay. that part. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You reunited with I his really daughter. I really want to see it again because I just feel like. I want to see it again. You I know? also want to see Thor again because I feel like there's a lot of like like little nerd like things that I just missed because. I do want to see Thor again. I also think there are some lines that I probably, some stuff that I missed just because I was laughing. <laughs> yo, you, yo there, there were definitely times where I was telling myself, stop laughing. You're missing words. You're missing the line. You're missing lines. Yeah. Yo, uh, did you? Um, I gotta tell you. All right. So my Alamo experience. Yo, shouts to Alamo. I'm th- like ever since Alamo opened in Brooklyn, I haven't been to another theater really. We went. We go to Battery. Uh, I like Battery. Is? I went We're to Battery for seats. Homecoming. We, I ran into you guys. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's either Battery or Al- Alamo. Alamo. I, I, I. I only want the front row in Alamo. I don't like any other seat. Front <laughs> row. It's not too close, and the front row, it's not too close. There's mass space. Yeah, A, and B, the front row seats are the only ones that recline. Just blew your fucking minds, didn't I? don't they all recline? No, they they don't. Nah, nah. They don't. The only seats that recline are the front row seats. I did not know that. When me and my partner, Gacy, discovered that, we only sit now in the front row. (laughs) We and we get and it's not like to, like I said when we saw I was talking earlier when we saw John Wick two, we were in a movie theater where the front row isn't comfortable. It's like right on top of you, mm-hmm. and and she couldn't bear that. And Alamo, there's enough space, um, and and with the reclining seats where she really enjoys front row movies and it doesn't bother. I her. didn't know that. So we let me. I just want to talk about my entire Thor experience. So we get there. <laughs> Half hour early. This segment sponsored by Al- oh, yeah. the Alamo. Yo, Alamo, give us. Yo, <laughs> Alamo, sponsor us. We got your back. Um, but check this out. So we get to Alamo half hour early. First of all, fuck that. We get there like 45 minutes early. I'm like, what are we going to do? I'm a little hungry. What? Decal market in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Yo, got me two, two, two Korean buns. That, that was enough so I could still have popcorn. We go upstairs. We sit down. There's a band playing, the band is called Thor, and the song is Lightning, and it's a Canadian metal band. Somebody look this up. What? Is it Valiant Thor? Is it Valiant Thor? I think that's what it is. Okay, hold on. And these guys, this guy doesn't have a shirt on, and he's waving this hammer around and a microphone, and it's brilliant. And, you know, as the silly little clips that Alamo somehow knows how to find to introduce a movie, then there was some shit, like there was some cartoon Thor that was showing, then... They showed bits of pieces of all guys who look like all guys from, who looks like they're members of Sons Sons of Mariner. Those are not the guys. Not the guys. Okay, so it's not, not the mama. Thor. Not the mama. Okay. Um, 
So I'll show you. I remember but, that reference. All right, so this is it. So in the thirty in the first thirty minutes, like not only do they do that, which entertains you, nobody's in the theater, you're very excited because you know a Marvel movie's gonna come out. Then they do recaps of every Thor appearance in the MCU. Oh really? And they and like with like with funny taglines. Oh, Thor does this. In MCU Thor. or just in, in, uh, MCU. in, media, in media in general? No, in media, they did, like, they showed you a lot of different representations. We went to see Wonder Woman and they did, like, all of the different, even yeah. ones that never got actually released. Or, like, the foreign versions. Like, yeah, <laughs> the foreign ones. Uh, oh, my God. There was a Russian, though, they showed, I don't know if it was Russian, it was, like, Eastern European singing dressed up as a bunch of different characters like there was a batman a spider-man a superman a wonder woman a thor uh and they were like singing this so, little so song the reason why i asked this is so they didn't show clips from the uh the hulk and thor tv movie that uh have none of you seen this it's it's they made a bunch of uh tv movies of oh wow they made a bunch of uh TV movies with the Hulk, and one of them had Thor in it, and it was terrible. Another one had I remember it was it. called the Trial of Hulk, of the Incredible Hulk. There was Daredevil was in it, and that one actually was yeah, bad. I saw that, that one. Was pretty good. I remember that. I used to love those TV movies. I did too. Yes. The Thor <laughs> one is terrible. <laughs> yeah, so they played that. Like my my partner recorded it. <laughs> so they gave you so they gave you a preview right of every single of every single like they give you a recap of Thor appearance in order. Okay. And then afterwards, when, when, when it's time for the trailers, I forget what the first trailer was, but it was more of an indie, or not an indie, it was more like a, definitely like Oscar Beatty re, uh, released this December. Oh, was it, it, was was it pay, a fo- pay It Forward with a Disabled Child, which is what I'm calling, which is what I'm calling Wonder? No, no, it wasn't that. It was definitely okay. wasn't that. It, 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 it looked really? good. It was that trailer for like the really? past year and a half. Looked, I'm sorry. There are certain, I, I'm sure it's a wonderful story. I'm sure it's a great book. But there are certain movies that I'm watching this, and I'm just like, so you're just deliberately making this because you want people to cry, and it's Oscar bait. Yeah. And, and Pay It Forward did it terribly. And, and I feel like they, so, so instead of having Kevin Spacey. Ew, don't say that name. <laughs> as the, as, aren't we more happy that he, he was burnt up in that movie? Anyway. Jamie, don't touch my penis with, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. So, yeah. So bad. So yeah. Um, oh my god, he did. Yeah, he, I'm so gonna stop talking about Wonder because I know people are gonna be upset that I'm talking about this this movie. I'm gonna be oh, forced to watch it. Um, no, no, that's not even. It's it's trying to be Oscar bait, but it's not. I can tell you from that trailer alone, that movie is it's no good. People, you don't. It's, All right, guys. Not, it's not. It I'm wasn't. Not. By the way, it wasn't sorry, Wonder. Not sorry. It wasn't Wonder, but this. So there were three trailers total. The first one, I don't really remember what it was, but it was good. Second one was Black Panther, which I've seen many times, but not on the big screen with the surround sound. And I got to tell you, I shook inside. And then the second one, which I've also seen many times, but not on the big screen, was uh, The the Last Jedi or whatever that movie's going to be named. Yeah, Last Jedi. And that also made me very, very happy. So like they already put me in the right place. I was afraid that there was going to be a Justice League trailer. And I was like, please don't bring me down. We got that. They didn't give it to me. I won. We got entirely too many previews is what we had. Yeah. Yo, at this point, I think they've released all the footage for Justice League. If you just Like they did the last time with Batman v Superman. If you 
pay some to go. Yeah, it's like because they're they're just run. They're like they're really trying really hard. Are you just like Google image searching Tom Hiddleston right now? Is that what's happening? Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. That was but, mean. But I'm sorry. Thor was great, guys. Thor was I best Thor movie. I will say like. I mean, I would. I would top probably five want to see it again. I will say it. Not maybe not top five, but definitely There's up too there. Many at this point. Yeah, better than Guardians there. two. Better than Guardians two. I'll give you. Better that. than Guardians two. I did enjoy Guardians. I said 2. Guardians two, not one. Yeah. Um, Yo, did you? But cry still at below that? Winter Soldier. Still below Civil War. I, I would. I don't below know. Below Spider Man. Comparable. I don't know. Well, Spider. Well, I don't know. Homecoming. I don't know. No, it's no, a toss up for better. me. It's better. It's a toss up for me. The I villains will, will, were just say, more compelling in Spider Man. This is kind of uh, not as extreme. I agree. But when we were discussing Spider Man Homecoming, as far as like, oh, let's see. I won't even say that they got Thor right, but this Thor was because I don't know. I don't even know how you He's would like do Aquaman. that anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's is, good. But I will say that like I enjoyed this, the level of which I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok kind of reinforced how much worse the other two Thor movies are. Yeah, that's true. Like like the more extreme version of that when we were talking about Spider-Man Homecoming is like when I saw Spider-Man Homecoming you suddenly realized everything that was wrong with both Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh my God. And it's not like I didn't... It's like Amazing Spider-Man. I liked Amazing Spider-Man. But like when you watch Homecoming you're like, oh, there were so many things that were wrong about the previous two Spider-Man movies. We went to see Amazing Spider-Man together at 2 a.m. Yeah, we did. We're, we're when, not this, when a girl wanted to go home with you, but you didn't notice. That yeah, was, yeah. Anyway, uh, I just uh, saw uh, this. I might have to edit that part. Out. I just saw no, this article on Engadget. Uh, There's talks for Fox to sell a lot of its assets I to saw Disney. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I am hoping, hoping well, that includes film franchise. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's well, going to work. On the, on the, on the X Men. Well, yeah, that's the obvious. That's what everybody's that's the saying. Obvious gain. To all this is that X Men would become instantly in Fantastic Four. <laughs> I don't care about forever. <laughs> but there's you know there's, there's a whole aspect of it becoming Disney becoming more of a monopoly and there's that yeah they already got Star Wars and Marvel yeah there. that that I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, and the fact that uh, well, I mean to be I, fair they already own the IP to the X-Men franchise. It just makes sense that they should have full control over their movie and TV rights. I'm just saying you got to be careful. That's all. Well, I don't, I don't care, less, man. There's less players in the market, so I'm not... I'm not just yeah, but I mean, I mean, Viacom or like Disney Viacom and Fox, like them combining or, them or one buying the other doesn't scare me at all because they're already two giant monopolies and it, it's not yeah. like and Fox basically, a duopoly, I guess. Fox, but Fox basically wants to do is just keep... Their news outlets, so they just want to focus their efforts yeah. on, on. They're gonna. They want to keep the X Men, probably. No, no, no. They don't. They they, don't. they they want. They do want to do away with all of their film business, film and TV business. Because they suck. Because it. Yeah, no, gifted. Were, gifted has been good. Legion was good. Yo, they're they're coming back, especially on the TV side. Gifted TV is dope. Side, not film. on the TV side. Wait the a minute, because Logan, we saw Logan together, and. Logan was excellent. Logan, I saw Logan twice in a the theater. Great, but that's Logan, Deadpool, their yeah. exceptions right, to the he, films he is, that they he, put out the that are comic book related. Is, is, They're hit or miss. This is where the timing of a this of gets misses. a little tricky because yeah. Fox is just now, at this point, reaching a point where they've, they've kind of 
achieves this identity with their with films like Deadpool and Logan, where they've tapped into into a market where they can show an adult superhero film, R-rated film, that is actually a very good film. And that's something that I don't see Disney really pushing forward as well. Well, it's a really odd thing that we, uh, we talked about. I think we talked about. No, we didn't. We briefly talked about it. Uh, the new, the new quote-unquote X-Men film is a horror film. Yeah, the new mutants. The new mutants. Uh, we didn't talk about it. You showed me the trailer after we wrapped up the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, curious. I'm very curious. It's an interesting. Di- I don't know why they're doing it, but it's yeah. an interesting direction to go. All right, but just if okay, real quick, just because Disney gets the right to X Men doesn't mean necessarily Marvel Studios will. Just because a Marvel Studio is a subsidiary of Disney doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna just say here have it. It might work as two different universes. I no, I don't think Marvel will do that. I mean, they'll do what? They're already kind of sharing the Spider-Man thing with Sony. With Sony, so. yeah, because they have no choice. They have no choice. They they want to have some creative control as to the direction of the character to allow that character to be used in their films. But it's just like a, some a scenario that they're forced to well, comply with. Well, I think they're just gonna like they're gonna. I think Spider Man is gonna get like what, what they say. It's a three movie deal that they had. Yeah, I think they're gonna do three movies and then. No, I think it's three movies plus other appearances, so there's like five total or something. Well, because he's he's in Infinity War. Yeah, he's in Infinity Wars. He was already in Civil War. Uh, so so far he's uh, you know so we're talking and Homecoming two is already is you know it's already greenlit and I I think pre production, so you, we got it. They're they're definitely gonna bring in Miles Morales. That's what that's what having Donald Glover was there the, as as uh, in the long run. I think yeah. they will have that character. This is gonna be like run. phase uh, the end of phase four, phase five, and it's gonna be that'll when, be a long time. It's gonna be when Marvel. If Marvel doesn't want to renegotiate with Sony at the end of the uh, of the like five or six movie appearance deal that they did, at the end of that, if they don't want to renegotiate, we're like, well, you know, we we've been setting up Miles right here. But they they can't use but Miles they can't, though. They, they, can't, they could use Miles. They can no, use they Miles, but they can't use him as Spider Man. That's the weird thing about that. Like he can, they can say Miles Morales, but they can't say that he's Spider Man if they that deal isn't worked out yeah. before that point. That's a weird thing because it's it's the weird way that like trademark and yeah. character and and uh, uh intellectual property stuff works. The so ultimate are we are universe. we good on Thor? Do we have anything? Uh, I'm good. It was a good movie. It, no, really it was a great movie. movie. I had uh, I had fun. one more thing. Okay. Uh, did any of you guys cry during Thor Ragnarok? No. No. Crying, like, laughing? No, cry like the tears. Laughter. No tears, like like something. To m- I got emotional at one point. How? And it, it came possible. out of nowhere. I'll tell you when. It's when he turned back to Banner in the ship after seeing uh, the Black Widow. For some reason, his I felt his agony right there and then. And I didn't see it coming. And when that scene ended, I look over to my partner and there's like tears in my eyes. And I'm like, I did not see that. I, I did not see that coming. And I did not see him being so impacted by that. By That's that, really interesting that agony. because there's something really... I mean, I didn't get affected that way, but I will say that that part with him, like, is, I will say, like, as an effects thing, like, it's, that also really struck me as, like, a a really interesting, like, 
scene of just like the way he reacts automatically to it. And it's not like she's doing the whole thing she did in, in Age of Ultron. It's yeah. just like a video recording of her. And I like that they made fun of her doing it in the Age of Ultron yeah, yeah. with yeah. Thor doing it the entire time. <laughs> why, why do you keep it? Sun's getting low. Sun's, Sun's getting low, buddy. Sun's getting low. Sun's getting low. But yeah, no, I I, I got I, I was impacted by it, dude. Like, and and I shook it off. I was like, whoa, I didn't see I this d- coming. I never but like, saw it. I didn't think that relationship or the chemistry between the two that was very forced. So I never. It was. It, it, it was the the moment I wasn't as impactful. Just thinking this now, when you were describing like Thor, uh, and I don't know what may, maybe because I was watching it recently. <laughs> Uh, so you had Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy two. There is awesome. a very, there is a very uh, Thor in Ragnarok has a very uh, Jack Burton feel to him, where he's just like he's just a he's kind of an idiot who doesn't know what he's he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Nah. He figures it out later yeah. in the. But I, I also think that's what makes this better than the other Thor, I agree. even the first ones, where it's like. I mean, he's on Earth in the first one, but it isn't really effective. Like this one, it really feels like he—he just—he he's full he's on meathead. Yeah, he's surrounded by things that are more powerful than he is, which he's not used to at all, and he's just kind of lost and an idiot. Oh my god! I'm so the best thing they did was just destroy Majorner right there in the beginning. Like fuck it, you don't have this anymore. That's what makes his character so vulnerable throughout yeah. the movie. That's what makes him. I don't know what's happening because. He's relied on this on, on this singular power the whole time. And the flashbacks to his father be like, you must remember, you are the Lord of Lightning. Like, that was corny as fuck. Um, and I don't, think, I don't think Odin really died. But I have theories about that. Wait, that who? Odin. Odin. I don't think Odin died. I don't think he died. Yeah, but... Once again, the character, no one cares about it. You know, we won't see that character again. Yeah. Well, th- there's a whole thing about... I mean, this is not... Uh, Unless God, I'm, about to, I'm about to go super weird nerd on you. Do it. Is uh, there's a whole idea with characters like... I mean, Neil Gaiman is the one who set, set this up in like Sandman. Uh, and there are some other people who played on it. And be interesting to go when you said it like, oh, is Odin really dead? Is... Uh, but then you'd have to kind of do that, and they could do it with Thor. Is that the Asgardians, because quote they're quote unquote gods, if one version of them dies because of like their importance, like someone like Odin, their importance in the cosmos. This is a very Neil Gaiman idea. Is that you have to have a representation of that in the universe? Yeah, so that happened in American ver- Gods, the book. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Mister Wednesday dies, but then. But then he finds another Odin when he goes to the yeah, Netherlands, yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm the Odin of this land, I mean, not you, that uh, one." But you could totally, uh, honestly, do that, and you could justify it as like there are certain uh, cosmic beings or whatever. There are certain beings in the, even in the MCU that it's like they're dead, but they're because of like their significance to the cosmos. Uh, which actually, there's a part that we didn't even get to that I actually thoroughly enjoyed. What's that? The the, the cameo. Of a character from one of the other films. Oh, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Yeah. It was actually great. Yeah. And you didn't need it. You didn't need it at all. It and it was wonderful. It was great. Yeah, it was no reason for it. I mean, it makes sense kind of that like because he didn't really. But it, it makes sense kind of in his sense. But then why wasn't. Maybe because it's Odin that's missing. Then why wasn't the Ancient One concerned with them? Like, 
Or maybe it's because it's a Didn't new... Didn't he become the ancient one? The ancient he one He becomes is dead. like the new Sorcerer Supreme. So maybe... He's not that yet. He's so not Sorcerer Supreme He was saying he is. He was saying He was calling himself, I am the Sorcerer Supreme. So maybe yes. like yeah. he's now concerned with it, whereas okay. like the previous in- incarnation wouldn't be have been as concerned with like Asgardians being on Earth. But the thing is, Odin and the other tribute. gods are not going to stay dead. I mean, in the comics, they set precedence that after Ragnarok, they will be reborn. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're not going to stay they're dead. Not. They will come back. And they could come back. Same thing. Pretty- his eyes and his hammer will come back eventually. Wait, maybe. So yeah, he loses. Thor loses his eye. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Is it? Gonna, is it I think it's gonna grow. Oh, he's just gonna have a cool eye patch for a bit. Either that, or they'll probably do some sort of. Tony you know, Stark will make him an eye. Probably a cybernetic eye. Or, or the fact like you could just go with what we've been saying is that uh, he has the one eye because he's Odin now. Uh, and bulk, bulk when a up. new Odin comes, he becomes he has to be. So that it is. might be that in, in in Infinity War you have Odin come back in some form, and that makes Thor be Thor again, you know, or whatever. It's I don't know how that be his out from not being involved in the Avengers because he's Odin. He has greater responsibilities to help recreate Asgard or some shit like that. So like this. Yeah, yeah, they could totally do that post Infinity War that like he that's why you're not going to see Thor in in What are you going to do with, with Loki? Like his sins are just forgiven now. Yeah, he's going to pop up just cuz everyone people really really love Tom Hiddleston. So I like him as Loki. He needs him. We need him. Yeah. He's a very good villain. I uh is he a villain anymore? He was yeah. once. Well, he's not. I mean, even in the comic books, he's like a villain, but he's not. It's just kind of his nature. With Loki, you can't really ever trust him. I'll just put it. Well, yeah, there. he's a god of mischief. He right. ain't named himself that. <laughs> so he can be a villain sometimes? It, it's like you Maybe. invite sticky fun- fingers over to your house, and then you miss his shit when he leaves. You're like, well, I did invite <laughs> sticky fingers to my house. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know. You know, he has a better career than me, but, like, he's still sticky fingers. You can't. That's like, I, I mean, you know, comple- it's completely asinine to think that, oh, now I can trust Loki. No, his name is Loki. He's the yeah. trickster god. You probably have a place... Uh, a role to play in Infinity Award, maybe siding with uh, Thanos. I doubt in order that. To, well, well no, in no, order no, to no. save his ass. Yeah, in order yeah. to save his own ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely. Is he even that. gonna be? I don't think he's gonna be in it. That's a guess. That's a guess. That's a guess. I, no, he has to. Infinity Award is gonna include every MCU every character who's still seen. alive. Although I've Nobody in, from TV, in right? Movies, in the movies. In yeah. the movies. Yeah. New well, character alive. That they were gonna have a, a subset maybe in, on maybe Earth. in the Agents of Shield though. Yeah. Well, they're in space already. No, no Netflix property. No, but think not Netflix, but maybe ABC. Think of it. The Agents of Shield are in space right now. And in humans, even though that show sucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't mention let's that. Not. Black let's, Boat. Let's, let's Black Boat is the only good one. Mostly because he can't speak. Because he can't. There was another thing it, about Thor, but now I can't remember what it was. It was it. It had something. It was oh, the guy who I have the uh, the mental block on his name. Who I didn't I didn't realize it was him, and I was like, oh yeah, it's 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 Doc McCoy. Isn't it? It's Doc McCoy, the guy who plays Scourge, 
Am I wrong about this? Christopher Lloyd? Scourge? The guy who plays Scourge is the same guy who plays Dr. Carl Urban. Carl Th- Urban. That's Carl Urban. Oh, yeah, no, that that's was Carl Urban, yeah. I have, a, I have a fucking block on his You call name. him Dr. Doc- oh, Dr. McCoy. You know what I call him? I call him Dread. Dread? I still haven't seen it. What? It's great. I st- I've, heard it. I've heard it's great. I still haven't gotten what? it. What? Dread. I haven't seen Yeah. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Lena Headley is amazing Lena as a Headley villain in that yeah. movie. Who plays... Uh, Mama. Huh? Mama. Mama. And she's in uh, 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 Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, and she was also... You ha- she was also yeah, the best yeah, Sarah Connor ever. Oh. Fight me. At me. At Eliel Lucero. E-L-I-E-L-L-U-C-E-R-O. Lena Henry played the best Sarah Connor ever. No, not yet. I could give that to you on a flash drive. The Sarah Connor Chronicles? No, no, the dread, the, the dread. Yo, she played a better Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor than 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 Linda Dude, Hamilton. You have to, I, I, okay. I, okay. Next uh, time we I, meet, I will watch Dread. I'll All right, that's dread. all I have to say about that. You will love that. Also, uh, Sam Neill plays Sam Neill plays actor Odin. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so I, I think actually, Elio, if you're going to the bathroom, I think we're good. Are we good? gotta blow up his spot like that man come on but uh yeah so thor is good oh so actually we can we can discuss this briefly uh voltron season four which was no listen don't fuck with me don't give me one season and split it up as being Two fucking seasons. Yeah. That's fucking wrong. All right? I'm getting involved. I'm hot. It's like, yeah, I want more. Come on, give Yay. it to me. And we, then we that's it. What, I mean, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I, I, it's I, getting juicy. It, I'm liking yeah. it. It's too short. They've been, they've, like, especially Zoltar, they've made him, like, an interesting character. And now that he, now he's, like, kind of allied with them, spoiler, uh, allied with, like, sort of the paladins like at the end of, again like yeah. too short like right at the end you're like oh this is kind of why i saw this coming but like now he's allied with the paladins uh against his dad who has gone insane and i mean whatever. at least the first two seasons they fleshed out the storyline you know you, you felt closure at the end of the season this i'm not feeling anything. i also here's another thing that i got i actually was one of the moments watching that show that i actually got an emotional and then they completely undercut it because I realized that it's like sort of an all-ages show, so they're totally not going to do... Remember how last time we talked about Voltron, I was talking about, like, oh, I kind of hope they go a little bit darker mm-hmm. uh, as, like, the show progresses? So the scene... And I thought it would have been so much better even though I do like her brother, kind of, as a character. I think it would have been much more powerful just four page is a character if he you died. don't have her find him is that she she just that moment where she finds the grave it's not because that's that's it where she finds the grave is like i got a little i got it was a little, close i got a little overclassed but i knew that they weren't they weren't gonna leave it See, like that I he was gonna come i was back. actually like i actually thought i actually got disappointed i weirdly got disappointed that he was alive because it's like, oh, that's actually such a powerful moment. That it's not that going she, that direction. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's not. It's not in a tone with what yeah. they're actually doing yeah. with the show. It's very much a kid-friendly yeah. TV show. Yeah, which is. Um, 
which right. which is both like I okay I appreciate it, but as as, as you know I understand that I'm a 35 year old nerd. <laughs> it's what not is for you. It's show. for children. Yeah, but but that's the thing. There's this thing, there's this element of that show where you're just like I I know that it's kind of for kids, but it's also then why it be why it be Voltron like you. So the yep. question was, does it do any fan service? Not fan service in the way that you mean it when you're describing anime, which is weird, like panty shots for no reason. Um, <laughs> but to answer Rich's it's question... It's not a Dragon Ball Z with perverted Masaroshi. Uh, is, uh, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely some, like... There's definitely a lot of... But I also appreciate that, like... Uh, like Zoltar, like... Am I? Lothar. Lothar. So, Lothar. Prince... Sorry. Lothor. Lothor. Because I'm thinking of other characters from Hanna-Barbera for some reason. I'm getting them mixed up. But uh, I, I appreciate what they've done with this. They made him a more interesting character. Yeah. They made a lot of the characters more interesting. Like Shiro is more interesting. I like that Keith is now part of like this weird like. I'm not liking the whole Blade of Mamura. You don't like the Blade of Mamura? No. I wish they expanded more on them because I think I think there's potential there. But I mean, I know they have to have Allura be up, become a paladin, but you know, I just I like Keith as being part of the crew and the force leadership. Uh, what you got against yeah. women, yo? Nothing. I like the ladies. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> you just came in on a weird part of this conversation. I like um, the ladies. I'm just but, uh, you, man. We were discussing Voltron. I know. Before. I know exactly. Yeah. You said Paladin. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, I actually think are we? I think we're 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 at an hour. I think we're good on uh, Thor. Are we good on we, Thor? Uh, I need to blow my fucking Stranger Things to season wad. Seriously, I need. Oh my God, we need so to talk good. about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna get to. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. I actually, I actually claim that we might be doing two episodes on that. Where just because you know, there's a lot to say. But but Thor was enjoyable. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I, enjoyable. Was good. I liked it. I liked it. Long, I thought it was pretty and melodic. And it, I mean, now I know. Now it's gonna be my go. Like as soon as it comes out on DVD, it's gonna be my go-to. Like, oh man, I just need to watch something so I can fall asleep. (laughs) It's my go-to. On that note, I finally started watching Defenders. I'm about halfway through. (laughs) Hey, I'm catching up. It's been a year. Fuck, have you been, man? Seriously. All right. I'm catching up on shows, man. You guys, so November it's 17th. Pretty, it's pretty good so far, though. It's not bad. November uh, 17th, right? You have... Punisher. That Punisher. looks really... Punisher and I Justice look, League, right? It looks, like, it looks like the direction they're doing with Punisher. I like what they're... But, like, on that Friday, are you on your way to the movie theater to see Justice League? Or are you staying home to watch Punisher? I'm staying home no, I'm Punisher. doing Punisher <laughs> on Friday, Justice <laughs> League on a Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys And then going back to watching Punisher again because Justice League will disappoint me. Yeah, and I wanted to bring this up because we're all like avid moviegoers. Because I think I'm going to watch Justice League in the middle of the week, the second, uh, like after one week or the second week. Yeah. But this is what I'm going to yeah. do. This is what I'm going to do. I signed up for something called Movie Pass. You pay 10 bucks a month and you can see a movie a day. And participate. Leo is actually get is sponsored. This, <laughs> this segment sponsored by Movie Pass. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I heard about today. that, but I hear I it's just not being up, I'm accepted in a lot of movie theaters. Yo, uh, you could check it on the app. Alamo accepts it. What else do I need? And bam. Oh, uh, okay. But isn't isn't it isn't it? It's uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
uh, isn't it? It's ten days after release. Isn't it ten days after release? No, they said you could see it on opening night as well. And participating theaters, uh, there's a big list. In New York, there's a lot of participating theaters. Is it theaters. participating theaters? And is it the reason why I say, uh, is it 10 days? Because a lot of, uh, they do a similar thing with the UFT uh, where they, they'll send you movie passes. And it's also $10 or whatever. But you have to wait 10 days well, after release Do you know date. what the business model of this thing is? I know. Netflix. No, the, the business model... Well, I don't know because what's happening is the theaters are getting paid. They're getting reimbursed full price of tickets. The way the guy is expecting to s- uh, make money is by selling information, collecting oh, data, yeah. and then yeah. selling it. Just like Facebook, just like Twitter, just like you know all of those. Uh, I, th- I think even Netflix sells your information. Shit, your Samsung TV sells it sometimes while it's off. Is like, it a monthly fee? Or? It's monthly. a $10 monthly fee. $10 unlimited movie. you can see one movie, movie a day. And I don't even care if I have to wait 10 days. Like, there are yeah, a lot of, yeah. especially now in Oscar season, I see a lot of movies in a month. Like, and, and like for Black Panther, I'm probably not going to use that for Black Panther because I'm going to probably want the primo seats. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch it the night of. Of course, it's Black yeah, Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a call out, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell my work tomorrow, yo, on this and this day. You will not see me here. I will be watching Black Panther a couple different times <laughs> in a couple different theaters. I'm going to travel from theater to theater to see different experiences. Um, but but uh, I'm, I'm just so excited for it. But no, but I'm really excited for this. And the first thing I want to really try it out with is like I want to see the Florida Project. I want to see and I'm and Justice League. Like I'm not paying out of pocket for it if I have a movie pass. Yeah, that's and if I have to wait 10 yeah. days, I'm going to wait 10 days yeah. and see that shit yeah, on a yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. All right, uh, I think uh, uh, Gifted is on, so we're going to... Oh, sh- well, my DVR is taking yeah. care of that. I think, it, I think it is, too, but I, I'm going to try and live tweet a little have bit. You been, so. Have you been loving Gifted? Not the past two episodes. Really? Yeah. I've been liking it a lot, a lot. Ah, it's, it's ex- the excitement bits are a little good, uh, are really are a little good. I like it more than in humans, but that's not saying that's a not lot. That's not saying a lot. Uh, I want Legion back. Bye, folks. Your booty tax. Get at us.